Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This week on the Marketers Report, Patrizio Spagnoletto, Global Chief Marketing Officer, Direct to Consumer for Warner Brothers Discovery, weighs in on building trust. Trust is a really hard thing to build and a really easy thing to destroy. And we have to be very respectful about that. Our partnership with iHeart has really helped us build that trust and that relationship with the on-air talent. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the data you need to grow. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Welcome to a Celtic State of Mind, I'm Paul John Dykes and we've got the dream team, Jim Simonetti and Stevie Mullen, how are you doing guys? Oh brilliant, delighted to be here, thanks for asking us Paul. Aye definitely. Now, Jim, they've all been asking on a Celtic State of Mind's bulletin as to your whereabouts, you've been off for a couple of weeks, it's great to have you back, it's a big night, it's a night. night before the big one. Uh, tell me, how have you been getting on with the Jimmy Johnson Academy in the last few weeks? It's been it's, it's been great. Unfortunately, obviously we're at a, a halt again, but uh, we got we got the the boys back again, and uh, with a game against Clyde, uh, age group above uh, the two thousand nine. So they played the so two thousand sevens. They played the two thousand sixes, and uh, they done exceptionally well and won that game. Then uh, we went to Lesser Hamden, which was a great experience for. 
for the boys and we played Queen's Park and uh, they won that as well and then they played another game on the Sunday so three games in seven days and uh, they won the three games Friendly's right enough to get prepared for the, the league starting Paul hey Stevie and then unfortunately hey, this week it's been it's been pulled Curtailed. due due to uh, the kids uh, in, in various living in various areas mm. uh, of Glasgow with the health boards North Lanarkshire South Lanarkshire Eastern Bartonshire so we're quite widespread with the players that, that travel to us and the coaches themselves uh, being in different parts of Glasgow and Lanarkshire so it's a no go for us for the time being well, that's not great to hear because no. you want the kids to be playing, Jim, and it's uh, similar, obviously, uh, on a different level, Stevie. It's it rocks some of the challenges that you've been facing through this pre-season. It's been a, a pre-season like no other, hasn't it, for a, a team like the Rock? Well, we've stayed in the West of Scotland Football League. A lot of denied the, the winners of the conference promotion. We, we have decided as a club that we will be entering into the league and taking part. We've had some great gestures from our players Myself, Andy Cameron, Paul Kelly have decided that we'll take part. And while we're playing, we'll be canvassing as much as we possibly can to get the fans back at the earliest possible date. And just want to say to the fans that are listening, I can't thank you enough for the support of the club. Without you, we wouldn't be able to do this. Absolutely brilliant. And it's a wee bit like that with a Celtic state of mind as well. We're going out live tonight, Stevie. It was your brainchild. Let's get out there on the Friday night uh, when a lot of Celtic fans normally would maybe be tuning into radio stations and phone-ins. So we're going to give people the opportunity to get involved through messaging on Twitter, Facebook and YouTube. Now, Jim, yeah. tomorrow yeah. normally we'd have been at the game. It's an unusual one, eh? It is an unusual one and... Uh uh, genuinely people would be uh, uh, try to get tickets for this and tickets for that now they try to get a share of people's passcodes for the computer stop stealing my part oh, you told me that <laughs> he, he actually told me that one coming through in the car tonight didn't he by the way I'm going to ask you a wee question Paul uh, I'm really looking forward to tomorrow mm. but do you know think uh, Stevie I know I've not seen you in a couple of weeks right I think you're looking great thanks and so much you look like Robert De Niro. There is a, a look at De Niro, a, yes. Uh, so now, I've had a few people commenting on uh, your likeness for Richard Gere, Jim. So uh, we've got Richard Gere and uh, Bobby De Niro. I've got to say, I, I totally ba- agree with that. Battling Bobby. Battling Bobby. That's another show. That is another show. That's a 12 o'clock show. Ah, that's, that's a late show. Actually, Paul, have you told your viewers yet that you've actually got a late show, a midnight show? <laughs> I don't know when this is finishing, Jim. No, we, mate, we listen, here at midnight. Listen, it was back to the old days and um, uh, I've just said a wee note for a, a good friend there in uh, the United States of America who's who's tuned in when he's got a few people watching. So that's great. Sorry, your question was the game the more is going to be a wee bit different. It How's is. it going to be different, Paul? Because Celtic will go and Celtic will be Celtic. Uh, they will go, uh, they will play, I think, uh, in an attacking, an attacking way that they, they always they always do. Um, it will be strange, possibly, uh, you know, they've not got any fans here, but they're, they're aware they've got fans all over the world tuning into the game, as as has the opposition. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but what's not to lift you? If exactly. you play for Celtic mm-hmm. and you're playing against um, the, the other side of the city, your, your greatest rivals, so to speak, that would lift you regardless. As soon as you step on that park and you play for Celtic, 
you've got to get that special feeling within your body even before you go. Uh, but maybe we are saying that for for growing up with Celtic and, and and being passionately involved with Celtic. These players are coming in, uh, they're new to Celtic. But I'm quite sure tonight, now or this week, they'll be understanding and and they'll be getting a knowledge of what what this this game means. What it means is it's three points, three points. But to get one of our Rangers at this time will be a massive three points for us. I think it will be. And I remember uh, some of the old interviews, Jim, where Jock Steen himself spoke about the Derby game as being another three points, the same three points you would win against Arbroath. I think it was two points back then, Mm -hmm. right enough. And Neil Lennon's been talking like that this week. And we've seen games where the result hasn't gone our way, but we've been able to um, obviously claw any, any deficit back and still win the league. It's a wee bit too early to be talking about um, league wins normally, but is there a fear that you know a few months down the line, you know the league might not get called? So it is more of an important. I think it's result. vital. Yeah, I think it's vital we get the points on the board. So you're always on the ascendancy, and if anything happens with the football authorities and they decide to call it, there can never be any controversy about why we got it. We can't afford to fall behind because you never know what they're going to do with the football authorities. You know, sorry, Jack. In New York, right? I was with guy comes out, we come out of taxi, and the taxi driver says, See the meeting you're going to there? Don't get put in the hook by letting them off the hook. That's the saying they stayed with me. So we can't get put in the hook by letting them off the hook tomorrow and going, Right, if, if we'd have done this, if we'd have done that, we've got to get ahead. We've got to get that game in hand under our belt as well. We must. We must look positive at getting eight points on the board, Paul. I've got a question for both of you. You have got great contacts. You have spoke to the players at length. We have ne- the three of us, none of these have been ever lucky enough to play for Celtic in a Celtic Rangers game. Yeah. What did the players get in the dressing room before the game that would be different from a normal run in the mill game? Because I understand what Mr Steen says, and it's only the same amount of points, but it's a different game. The referees held a different standard. They allow different things to happen in this game. What did the Celtic players get told in the dressing room by the manager, by the coaches and by the captain that makes it a special game for them? Well, you know, I always think about the, the pre-match, Stephen. When I'm talking to players who have been involved in it, I want to delve in to that changing room before they come through that tunnel and onto the, the field of play. And I think when it's the, the game against Rangers, when it's a derby game, when it's a big European game, the big thing that I get is that they can hear, even from the dressing room, because they're quite close when you think about the the position of that dressing room to the to the actual park. They can hear, they can hear the fans, you know, and the famous story of Jock Steen opening the window and, and hearing the fans, you know, coming into the stadium. So I think that there is a, a fan influence that infiltrates that dressing room. But I also believe that when you've got people like Scott Brown, who's just a warrior, and in this fixture, he knows that fixture inside out, Stevie, Callum McGregor's in that category for me and Neil Lennon, they're the three main ones and then you're looking at people like Shane Duffy who's waited his whole life to play in this game Yeah. and although there's not going to be any fans I, I just think that the importance comes from the personnel so when you're looking at the huddle for example that's going to be an interesting one because I, I don't think for a second that it's going to be any less intense tomorrow just because there isn't 60,000 fans but to try and answer your question we, we will never know and I'm always trying to peel back a few layers when I speak to players what goes on in the changing room what goes on in the huddle now famously when I speak to players who were coached by and managed by 
Jock Steen. A lot of them say that there wasn't much talk in the dressing room before mm-hmm. the game. Mm-hmm. A lot of it was down to the preparation in the week leading up to the game. By the time you get into that dressing room, all the talk's been done. I don't know yourself, Jim. Is that something before a game? Would you actually take in all that much information? It, no, no, it, no, because. You go through a, a, a small parts of the game, maybe just tidy up, but you want to go right in depth. Uh, about, well, I wouldn't uh, great in depth about the game because you've done it all week. Mm-hmm. You've been working uh, in your defence. You've been working in your midfield. You've been working with your strikers. Uh, you've been the goalkeeping has uh, been getting worked on uh, as well. And then you've got everybody all coming together and and how they're going to play. Uh, they're, they're watching how the opposition. Uh, has played in, in, in previous games they, they, they will know that uh, Rangers has played in a 4-3-3 uh, a system uh, in the previous game 4-3-3 in the game before that 4-3-3 in the game before that game uh, uh, back to 4-2-3-1 in May the 12, 2019 so they, they know that they, they, they work to that format and will he change it uh, will the opposition change that across uh, they they will have everybody at this game looking to see where the strengths and the weaknesses are. So you get in there on the Saturday, you get yourself prepared, you get into your own zone and you're ready. So you've taken instructions in uh, all week. Even the guys that maybe think that I might not be getting on, on the park here, but they are in the zone as well, or they should be as true true professionals. They'll be in that zone, knowing what their job's got to be, and taking on board the manager's instructions. Here's what what I want you to do. So what would you put into your team talk then? If you've done all your hard work during the week with your instructions, your tactics, what would your team talk be that would inspire the guys to carry out the instructions when you're going out to play your biggest rivals? You, You know, well... I, 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 my team talk, Stevie, would be that uh, I'm going to play my biggest rivals, but it possibly wouldn't change for each week that I, I, I play against anybody else because if the the next game is the most important game. But if I was going to play Rangers tomorrow, uh, I, my advice to the players would be, uh, you know, go in with the right attitude. Go out there with the right attitude. If you're going in for a 50-50 ball, Come out with it. Sixty forty against. Make sure it's yours. Seventy thirty against. Doesn't matter how you want it. Come, come away with. Come away with that ball. Make the game yours. Look. Look for the easy options in the park. Look for the guys who's off the ball, making space and create creativity, and enjoy yourself. But go out with a winning attitude and come in with with the one. Something that, 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 like that's that. That's quite surprising because I would have thought. That if you were a manager and you're going to play this game tomorrow, your team talk would be different from a normal game. Aye. And it's not to underestimate or devaluing any other teams, but this is the must-win game for Celtic fans. I would have thought you'd have had something special, you know, to instill to your players to get them out, you know, where they're going to be playing with the raw emotion, the passion, calm to a certain degree, but not too calm that the game bypasses you. I would have thought we've heard all about Martin O'Neill's great team talks that mm-hmm. inspired his team. But he wouldn't do that every week. No, well, he wouldn't have to as well, Steve, would he? For me, just going away from the motivational side of things, because I think some coaches would be motivational and others wouldn't, What, I, how I would approach this game tomorrow in that dressing room is I would look at players like Brown and McGregor, 
And I would say to them and Duffy and I are to maybe a lesser degree that they need to get on top of that referee from the first minute. Yep. I would then also say that we need to attack them down the flanks from the first minute and hammer them down the right and left. Because see Frimpong, if he goes past his man the first time, Stevie, he's on fire. And he'll continue to beat Barisic time and time again. And if we break down those two fullbacks, whoever's in the middle, and I will ask the Perry's, who do you think is going to start in the middle and be that one or two strikers? We're going to win that game. But I think it's important that you get on top of that referee tomorrow. But would you start offensively, Paul? Or would you be a wee bit more cautious? <coughs> Excuse me. Because I was speaking to Jim outside. Even if you put my team onto the park tomorrow and the guys who's missing are all going to be missing, we don't even get Ryan Christie. Our bench could all start the game, mm-hmm. even with the players who are injured. Right. Our squad's so strong. So do you play that you're going to combat them? Because we know how they're going to line up. I could probably tell you their team off the back of my neck. So if you play them as they're going to play, then do we really explode? <coughs> Excuse me, with 30 minutes to go and put them under pressure? Or would you be cautious? Or would you just go direct for the start? I would go direct, and I think, going back to your original point, Stevie, I think you can go direct from the start because you can make as many changes as, as you need to in the second half to go direct again. Yep. So go for the first half hour and go for the last half hour. I think there's there's a couple of question marks over Eduard and even Christie because I don't think we've heard the last of the Ryan Christie situation yet, but we will wait and see. I know that obviously Neil Lennon's spoken about it. There's been developments with Kieran Tierney. They're talking about how Tierney may have already had it previously, so the situation might be different with him. But these two guys, if they are, if they are able to be involved, they could be on the bench. So going back to your point, we're going to have a strong bench, even without those two. And you can make these changes in the last half hour that's going to hammer them again. I'd go at them through again. At a bit high, high intensity, high intensity, high intensity. Break, break them right through the beginning. You go back to Martin O'Neill. That game at Celtic Park. Did you, was that the one you mentioned to Six me? Through. Coming through, wasn't it, How good was it? A goal right. within a first so minute. Go bang, bang, yes. bang, 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 yeah. bang. Put up my bid. What has happened here? What What has happened? You know. So I would be hitting them, hitting them right, right for the beginning. And I've got to be honest, Stevie. I know what you're saying. It might surprise you that uh, that the team talk when they be different. The team talks for me would is similar. And taking that, that game, that game tomorrow, not to blow it right out of proportion, keep it keep it simple, guys. It's three points. Just like what Paul says earlier, Jockstein, it's two points. We know this season uh, we're going for the historical ten in a row. Uh, and I, I'm, I don't think the season will finish. I don't think it will finish. I think it will will be pulled. Mm-hmm. I think it will be pulled. So, g- coming through in the car as well, we, we were talking, uh, uh, Stevie, Cel- Celtic's got to get this, they've got to get this lead. They've got to get it now. You know, when you're looking at the personnel and, and looking at how we start the game, Stevie, you get that early goal. I don't think Rangers have the personnel to go to a, a second plan. They don't have a contingency. They've got a strong start in 11, but they don't have the changes that Celtic are going to have on that bench. So if we pin them back, I don't think they can adapt. Whereas, I'm more defensively minded. I think you start with a point, and the worst that we should come away with more is a point. So I wouldn't be prepared to jeopardise it. I know Celtic fans obviously we play the Celtic way. Mm. I would rather come up the road tomorrow night with three points having stifled the game and won the last, a goal in the last minute. Well, you, but you're right. 
But you're right. But that's that's fine. So if we get a point, we come away, then great. We get the three points, fantastic. So however we come out the game tomorrow, not to lose, not to lose. So there there, there is an argument for uh, the attacking uh, formation. There is a ta- uh, an argument for the defensive formation, but being able to uh, have a transition within the game mm. as the game goes on is what is what I think Neil Lennon will have over a, a, a Stephen Gerrard. Definitely, because if we, sorry, when we go up, when we go up, will they be able to come back for that? Uh, re- remind me, are they winning by one goal at the moment? Or what is they, they've got what, a point what, ahead of us, we've got a game in hand. No, it? no, I mean, the game-wise, Stephen, is it... They played one more than us. No, are they, uh, their goal scoring is... It, how, how is that? As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Technology allows drones to deliver pizza. Here's mine now. Approaching drop zone. But to deliver powerful insights that are on target, you need more than technology. You need CDW to help transform and manage your IT environment with a Dell technology solution that lets you slice your data any way you want to accelerate innovation. Delivering. Don't forget to tip. Dell Technologies makes data-driven insights possible. CDW makes it powerful. Learn more at cdw.com slash Dell Data Center. How is that when? Is it when? Have they been, have they really been under pressure and been far behind in any game this season? No, this season. No. no. They've barely, I mean, they've lost two goals against Hibs, but they've barely lost Aye. any goals domestically, Jim. Um, however, I think that's because they've been able to stick to their game plan. If you get an early goal and they're chasing it, and I don't think they can adapt, they don't have the personnel to adapt. Whereas mm-hmm. when you're looking at our bench, and I'm going to ask you your teams, I'm going to ask you a few of the dilemmas that Lenny might be facing. His team's picked, isn't it? The night before the game. Oh, the players know aye. who's playing. The players know who's on the bench. The first one, and it's not been a topic of massive conversation this week, is Julian. So he's not played since the Ross County game. Back injury, We've only got three centre-halves mm-hmm. and you might be giving away some of your, your ideas in terms of your formation, Jim. Do you start with Julian? Aye, I've actually got him in. I've actually got, I've actually got him in. Uh, I've actually went for a 3-5-2 three, three, formation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got him in. Uh, I've got uh, Barkash, Julian, Duffy and Ayer. Frimpong, McGregor, Brown, Christie, Laxalt, Ayeti, and Eduardo Ryan, Ryan Christie is why I'm smiling ah. Ryan Christie is why I'm smiling Jim because we spoke about Ryan Christie this afternoon mm-hmm. and obviously the club will have been working on that situation I never saw the show this afternoon Paul my apologies I was I was tied up I would. I mean if, if we get that team line tomorrow an hour before kick off and Christie's in it I'd be absolutely delighted with that I've started without him because until such times as it's been confirmed and as it happens whilst we're on Online, if it happens, please let us know, everybody that's tuning in. Um, Stevie, what about yourself, Julian? you got concerns about throwing him right back in? Not, not in the heartbeat, I would have him in if we playing. But what I do think we need to consider before we get the team is the opposition and who we're going to line up against. So I think Michael Beale will start tomorrow. McGregor, Tavernia, <laughs> Golson, Hollander and Barisic. 
Arfield, Jack, Davis, Kamara and Kent with Morelis. So his views will be putting Tavernier and Arfield doubling up wide to attack. Who would it be on that side? Greg Taylor and Laxalt. On the other side, Barisic and Kent will be trying to double up on Ayer and Frimpong. Uh-huh. So I'm going to try and match up. So my team would be a 4-5-1 and it would be Barkas, Ayer at right back, Duffy at right centre back, Ayer at left centre back, or sorry, Julian at left centre back, Greg Taylor, Frimpong, Encham, Brown, Calmat, Laxalt and Eddie up front. My bench would be Lamala, Ayeti, Griffiths, Rogic, Turnbull, Bain, Sorrow, Elanusi and Welsh. If Ryan Christie's available, he would come in and Welsh would drop out. I think when you're looking at the bench, that's one of the most important um, parts of Celtic's actual lineup. when you look at that, Stevie, because we are so strong in the defence, uh, on the bench. Now, when you're looking at the midfield. There was the, the famous picture that was released of the whiteboard when Celtic overran Stephen Gerrard's Rangers in the midfield. Then there was the two games and all the talk's been about they won it in the midfield. And all I've heard this, this week from the pundits is that they win it in the midfield to win the game. So it looks as though both managers may well flood the midfield, but if you use your wings to great effect, and I think we can with Laxalt and Frimpong, and I'm talking here like I've seen a lot of Laxalt I certainly haven't seen him in the flesh. Like everybody else, I've seen him playing uh, through the videos online. So, for me, if you've got that crowded midfield, I think we can break away by using by using the, the channels. So, I think Steven Gerrard, for me, and I know that uh, obviously he didn't credit that team by being picked by Gerrard, but um, when he's looking at that, I just think he's going to go and say, right, we need to flood the midfield, because that, that worked for us the last twice. Aye. We're 10 months down the line. Sorry, did you say that was Michael Beale's team? Yeah. Oh, right. I, I thought well, I heard... picks a team. Aye, well, Steve, Steve aye, but, a theater. Aye, of course. He's the guy at the front. Gerard's a theatre, aye. I thought you says Michael Beale, but you're no wrong, are you? Ian Beale. <laughs> Beale. <laughs> aye. <laughs> Ian Beale. But Michael Beale picks that team. Yeah. He, he is the brains behind it, that's what you're saying? Yes. Uh, that's what I'm reiterating. Right. A hundred percent. hundred percent. So, it's... It's actually Neil Lennon versus Mike, Michael Beale. Uh, and um, I, I know some people come on and say Stephen Gerrard and Lennon. I don't, I, I don't quite get that. It's Neil Lennon, the manager of Celtic. So he, he Beale, Beale will look at tomorrow and try to put his marker down as well. So, so Stevie, it's, that's quite that's quite interesting. What, what you've uh, what you've taken, and uh, uh, I, I don't dislike it. I don't dislike it. It's a wee bit different. We've not heard yours yet, Paul. But in the last in the last five five outings, Celtic uh, have played four two three one in three occasions and a three five two. So. The four five one there, but he'll be able to try. He he'll be able to have a transition in, in in a certain part of the game to develop that along the way. So what about yours, Paul? Where are you going? Well, I think that um, your comments on Ian Beale have gone down a storm. So everybody <laughs> is uh, enjoying that. Uh, I've been informed just while we're on the show. Actually, I've been informed that Ryan Christie is definitely out. So that's come, out, from, right? that's come from a good source. Okay. So we will need to have a rethink rethink on that one. 
uh, Jim but the team that I've picked that has actually changed three times this week as uh, Stevie was mentioning earlier on so uh, the, the big thing for me is the, is the defence does it pick itself well Barkas certainly is you know he, there's no doubt about it I don't think anybody watching the show will, will uh, disagree with Barkas I'm going to start with the three central defenders and I think that uh, Julien goes right in Julien performs well against Rangers we know that good player He's, you know, and I think, and I've said this a few times, Stevie. I think Duffy has added a bit of calmness to Ayer, who sometimes maybe positionally wanders, and he goes goes for the gallop and runs, which uh, look great, they look brilliant. But he's done it much, much less often since Duffy's been in the side. Now I know that against St. Johnson there was that brilliant wee flick to set up um, El Hamid for the for the cross for the first goal, but I think Duffy is going to be pivotal. He's your pivot in there and he's going to be key to ensuring that these guys, because I'm expecting Laxalt and Frimpong to be bombing up and down the, the channels and then it's all about ensuring that should they, they break away through Barisic and through Tavernier, the guys are going to be covered. In the engine room is Callum McGregor and Scott Brown. Again, like Barkas, they're, they're some of the first names on the team sheet and there's, there's no dispute in that, is there? But again, one of the big ones for me is who plays in that that other central midfield role, Stevie? The one that's just in front of the engine room. And, you know, people might say Turnbull. I don't think he would be starting tomorrow. And Cham is the man I'm going to start. But again, you have got good options in there because Elianusi can play in there, Tom Roderick can play in there, but they're not going to start in that position for me. And then up front, I'm going to play with Griffiths. I'm going to start with Griffiths and then just offer him Elianusi. Right, brilliant. So uh, the people uh, in the bar in New York have just tuned in as well. So get a welcome, welcome there. from New. So from Dalkeith to New York. Uh, from uh, from yes. So what I would like to say is, can I have a wee look at my team again, guys? Of course you can. Cheers. All right. So, Barkis. Yes. Welsh. Duffy. Aya. Frimpong. Cham. Brown, McGregor, Laxalt, Ayeti, and Klamala. So you've made a few changes. I've made it because Christie's been out. So I've got room to be That's no your team. I've had a wee chance to. But the so magic word at the moment is, is transition and change my team. Sorry, no, I've not changed my team, you. No, I've adapted, I've developed my team since the talk's been going on. So I'm happy with that team. But that's and that's where I, I, I correct because listen, I've got a good team behind me. And some <laughs> of my team are coming on to me and saying, here. They were your team talk, isn't what? See the, pe- <laughs> see the people that are saying that in from New York and they've been on a, a few scoops. No, listen, that's that's for a trusted a trusted friend of mine and they would be very knowledgeable in, in football. So I guide him uh, along the road and uh, he takes my advice and, and sometimes I take his advice so there you go I think Welsh will get a, a place on the bench I do actually think Welsh will be on the bench simply because right. we'll be struggling if any of the, the back three gets an injury and you've got Julien just coming back Stevie you need to have somebody who can slot into that but if, if your team's going to line up the way you do it Paul how would you uh, combat <laughs> they, 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 they're wide guys because the greatest one in the world, Jeremy Frimpong, has been playing outstanding. He's not a defender. Mm. Are you going to have a gap between Ayer and Laxalt wide out there? Because you need to be able to combat them. 
from the first game of the season, which us three watched in here with John, Aye. we're worried about the defensive frailties for corners. Yes. So we, we need height in there, which means we need to set up a wee bit differently. And that's why I would play Eddie even for to defend corners, because he's got to cut out the first ball yeah. the way that Giroud and Drogba does for Chelsea. If he does that, anything goes over the top of him, Duffy or your goalie should deal with it. Even from my own team, the biggest th- deficiency I see in my team is I don't see anybody that can take a corner mm. for us offensively. I've got Encham and Edward who can take it's some a good kicks, point. but yeah. I don't see anybody who can take a corner for us. Right. I think that's alarming. Well, mm-hmm. normally we would be seeing Christie taking them regularly, Steve, and even then we've been critical of Christie's distribution from corners, and we get a lot of corners, which is mm-hmm. so it's a key element to the game. I was impressed with Turnbull's distribution from corner kicks. You take those two out, who starts taking the corner kicks? Well, as I'm saying, because even sometimes I don't have Griffiths in my team to start, but Griff can take a corner. Yeah. I'm now going to the thing, it could possibly only be Callum McGregor taking them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the guy Laxalt can take a good corner I really don't know but I think anybody should be able to take a corner if you yeah. can kick the ball yeah. I see when the guys are taking it and it's hitting the first man uh, it drives me crazy when so you would you take a risk alright the other question has been posed to me is, but, is Welsh still in your team I Welsh is still on my team aye I definitely aye. I think that's a risk Jim. Uh, oh well I think that's a risk but football is a risk isn't it it is it is and Sometimes in life you've got to take these risks. But where would you play him, Jim? Oh, where do you play? Where, where I wouldn't play? play him. No, well, but he's in. He's in at the back. So here's so a question: You're going to play him as one of your three centre backs. Well, it looks like it at the moment. I. What about Rogic? Where would, would you have Rogic in there? No, he's on the bench. He's on the bench. He's on the bench. But, but I did what? consider him. Did I did consider him. Yeah, I did uh, consider him for the, the role that Encham will be in for me. Would you consider? Would you consider Stephen Paul? Griff for a Yeti? Yeah, I've got Griffin. I've got Griffin. I'm playing man up front and it's Eddie all, all day mm-hmm. long. Now, Lennon has said today that a Yeti's fit. He's fit for the game. He's ready for the game. I'll, this is a, the team I would pick. If you're asking me the team that Lennon might pick, Neil Lennon, mm-hmm. I reckon he's going to start with a Yeti because it comes down to who's the fittest striker we've got. Probably Clamalla, if you're just looking at the fitness. Aye. A Yeti coming back from injury. Griff, 20 minutes under his belt. Um, Edwards, been ill. So if you were to pick between Clamalla and a Yeti, I reckon Neil Lennon will go for a Yeti. Oh, me too. But that, that wouldn't be my pick because I just think with Griffiths, he'll give you even yeah, a first he, half. I'd be the Guy Stevie uh, as well, uh, what he's saying for the corner kicks, etc. and the dead balls. Exactly. It gives, it gives you an option, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, and then you've got Duffy, you've got the threat of Duffy yeah. from the corner kicks. I think that's important. That's an important point. Because even if you go back to the 29th of December... We lost a goal for a corner kick as well. I lost a guy. Yep. Uh-huh. You know, so we have to be ready to combat their corner kicks if they get any tomorrow. So we've got to be working on that. The set pieces are going to be vital tomorrow in both boxes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go through some of the, the points that are coming through from the... Because there's so many and I don't want to miss them. The first one that's coming in, Stephen Kenneth, 88, are Axom hoping to continue with the pre and post match analysis broadcast while fans are absent? Yes, and we're even going to do them, although I'll probably not get any guests. When we get back into the grounds, I'm going to keep doing them as well, Stephen, so thanks for that. Um, we've got a point coming through from FBS saying, Mon the candy. So, <laughs> yeah. Stephen, you've got your own fan club. We already know Jim Simonetti, he's got his own fan club. Absolutely. And uh, we've got plenty. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Has he got a bigger fan club than me? 
Definitely not. Definitely not. I mean, you, you're you're setting the hell on fire here now. It's growing, Jim. As is the subscribers on YouTube. So, Pancho McCaffrey has mentioned that we've uh, broke through the three thousand subscriber mark. Brilliant. So, if you are watching on YouTube, make sure if you're not already to subscribe. And a big question coming through from Facebook: Will Eddie start tomorrow? It's a great question, simply because you know it's announced that he's got the the virus. Right, so he's then quarantine. He's in quarantine. The first thing we start talking about on this broadcast, and I'm guilty of it. Will he play against Strangers? Aye. He might. You know, it's an illness. It's it's an unpredictable virus. Well, he might not feel up to it. Stevie's right. So, uh, my uh, uh, my guy that's that's then uh, having a wee look at the team selection as well. I said uh, I would have a a wee look at that there. Uh, I'm I'm quite surprised that uh, he's gave me that bit of information and what that team what that team uh, could possibly be. Very interesting. I I think you made a good point of uh, a few months ago, Stephen. That this is brilliant. We can all save our teams, put different players in, but if they ever came to fruition, but the guy that side of the park who's Neil Lennon. It's what he puts out with his backroom staff and all his guys beside him. Um, of that team there that I've, I've read out uh, as, as a second second choices there for me, if that starts, I, I would I would be very surprised. But I'm no doubting, um, uh, I'm, I'm no doubting at all that anything's possible for tomorrow. I think when you're looking. The question is, Jim, does Neil Lennon want to stick with the three at the back, which has served him well this season? Or does he want to do what, what Stevie's suggesting and go for the, the full-backs? And the reason that he's going to go for the full-backs is to nullify the threat, or, or to Aye. soak up the threat, rather. I think you nullify it by having your own two We all have opinions. Neil Lennon gets a decision. Yeah. But, but if the COVID hasn't affected Edward health-wise, where he's struggling, I think he must start. Mm-hmm. And right. the reason why I says reiterated it yesterday, if you start somebody else and he breaks down, and you bring Eddie on and he breaks down, mm-hmm. and that's you use three guys for one position. Start Eddie, and if he's not able to see the game through, then you bring somebody else on. But that it would all be down to Eddie whether he wants to play and he declares himself fit to the manager. The wee bits you've seen from Lennox Town, he looks fit and healthy. If he, if he was feeling the effects of it where some people really suffer he wouldn't be able to train here's a, here's a question for you Stevie half an hour to go nothing each and you want to bring on a striker who do you think in a scenario like that is the best striker to bring on of the four of the four to bring on oh for, for what mm. I've seen if I was getting to choose I would bring on Lee Griffiths mm-hmm. if I took Eddie uh, off I would bring on Lee Griffiths. I'll back you up. I'll back him in up. Def- definitely. So, Griff on for an impact. Yep. Uh, and obviously, the, the fact that he doesn't have many matches under his belt, that's maybe how they're going to deploy him. But then again, if, if he doesn't start, who's taking the corners? You've got Duffy in the middle, who's going to be a threat. Julian, if he starts, is going to be a threat. I'm not sure how good Welsh is on the corner kicks, but uh, obviously, Ayer as well. I think that's one of the most disappointing parts of his game is, uh, you know, in the box, he gets a nosebleed. 
the minute he gets the ball. But you've know? got the five substitutes and we've got this fantastic bench tomorrow. Mm. See if it's in any way tight. We can unleash three fantastic forwards to finish the game. Yes. Mm. You know, mm. just keep your basic shape. We spoke about it, Jim's using the word transition. We were talking about, you know, just being able to change, interchange position. But- As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. It's the Marketer's Report. This week, Patrizio Spagnoletto, Global Chief Marketing Officer, direct-to-consumer for Warner Brothers Discovery, weighs in on the difficult task of building and retaining consumer trust. Trust is a really hard thing to build and a really easy thing to destroy, and we have to be very respectful about that. Our partnership with iHeart has really helped us build that trust and that relationship with the on-air talent. The best thing for us to do is to build a relationship with our consumers. And if those consumers have a relationship with the DJs that are on air, then we want to build on that. House of the Dragon, which was one of our most successful, if not the most successful campaign we've ever done for a show, audio was a core part of that. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. Not just a media company, iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. We could adapt with you guys. You can change nearly half your team now. Mm-hmm. We've got nine fantastic substitutes. You, you, by the way, you're right. Would you have McGregor take the corners? I think for the team that I've picked, when you've no got McGregor or any guys, I think he's the only one who could. Aye. Well, Cham, I think. I've seen him Cham. T- but then again, is it such a consideration, Jim? Because we get a lot of corners and we're going to be obviously dangerous from them with the likes of Duffy and, and uh, Julian if it starts. Do you start somebody even like Turnbull instead of Cham? Because we might have, sit, let's say, seven, eight corners. Aye. Because I know that Tumble can we get out of the corners, Paul, we could have 20 corners mm-hmm. and not get anything out of them. So what, what are we winning for the corners? Uh, I'd like to have done that actually tonight. I should have done that, sorry, before I came. What were the what was the, the percentage of the corners going in and what we scored for yeah. them? Uh, short corner. Celtic of old. Celtic away back when we, when we were younger, Stevie. Short corner kicks. Short corner kicks between them. Being creative yeah. and still keeping the ball. Rather than one ball going into the box, okay, the players are a lot taller and uh, and bigger these days. But these these short corners still one. They that that wee bit of a, a of a inspiration that they gave and the and the fans like it. There's something a wee bit different, and hopefully something come off for you. I know when I coach the kids, I teach short corners, mm-hmm. and they come off. And they love doing them. I would like to see Celtic continue today. Different things run about that area with short corner kicks and no just into the box and, and hope that we're going to get it in. Aye, you're just hoping that you win the aerial battle. And Aye. I think the the actual percentage of goals scored from you know the the resulting um, what happens after a corner is extremely low across the board. Anyway, Stevie, it would be interesting if one of the the statos uh, could actually give us that mm-hmm. that stat, Jim. Because not just with Celtic, and I know we've been notoriously bad for a while Aye. at scoring from corner kicks, not directly, of course, but the actual statistic is pretty low, and that's why so many teams have ad- adopted this short corner. I think Barcelona and Spain stopped taking 
you know, flighting them in. They were just taking them short and restarting the play almost. But Jock Steen, Jock Steen had it in, he, in, he, in his play literally, literally every game that, that Celtic played. If you look, watch back at some of the old footage and you see it, Bertie's in there. Bertie, he's taking them. Bobby Murdoch, they, they were all taking, even Jinky, whoever, they would take they would take them and it becomes an important part of the game. A corner kick, or these young guys, what are they calling them? Would you tell them they're calling them this, Stevie? Flag kicks. Flag kicks. Flag kicks. Really? Right. I mean, but that, I think we've got some chance here. You know, we have got a great chance. If you've got Duffy, Ayer, and Julian, and somebody who can deliver a ball, you know, we can talk about short corners. You go back to the great games with Billy McNeil, God rest them. Mm-hmm. We've, we've got a threat for corners. So we need to put a good delivery in. I think we can beat Golton and Hollander to, to the balls, mm-hmm. but it's got to be a good delivery. At the other end, there's no fans there. So you can't. You, sh- you should be able to coach your players to back in, scream and go down. And referees, it's easier to give a foul in the box than a penalty. Aye, you know we, we can take ourselves out. We've just been a wee bit more astute. Aye, I, I'm still, I'm still the same opinion again. The for earlier that as soon as we kick off, we press them, we press them and press them and press them high up the park. Keep them, keep them hemmed in there. Mm-hmm. I don't want the game to finish. Celtic 58 percent of the game. 58 or even 60 or 70% of the game and lose a goal there's no point in having the, the, the possession you must have we had a discussion about this uh, the other day there possession is great but if you haven't got the penetration and you don't get the, the reward at the end which is the goal there's no point in it so we must press them high up and that includes the corner kicks and I agree get that ball into the box as well and if Duffy comes in what he's done, Stevie. He's on the end yet, getting it away. Again, we're in the, the ascendancy Celtic Rangers game since Martin Neil come in. We've won 43 wins, 24 losses, 13 draws since Martin mm-hmm. come in. Mm-hmm. So, so we're over 50% wins. We just need to keep that momentum going tomorrow. Aye. You know, we, we, we're supposed to have had this terrible start, but we win tomorrow we're on top of the league. They're supposed to be the greatest thing since sliced bread. But we would be above them. Ah, but Stevie, let's go back, Paul. Let's let, let's go back a wee bit. I remember uh, when the when everything uh, uh, went away. Mm. Right, they all says, "Aye, that's it. Rangers are going to be eleven points clear. They're going to be this clear. They're, they're, well, they're no. So all that eleven points does that actually mean that we've uh, uh, picked up twenty plus points at Disney? It just means that they haven't been." where they says they were going to get to Celtic have done fantastic they've done brilliant actually to come back for, for that massive knockback for, for Ball and Golly what, what happened there they've worked away at it Neil Lennon has worked away at it he's, he's happy with his team they've came through and they've got to where they are uh, today with the one point behind and gaining that one tomorrow will be absolutely uh, I think we get that one tomorrow. Have they have they got in their bag to come back for that? You, I, you, I don't think you're so. You're a massive Neil Lennon fan, Jim. Yes, I am. Do you think he'll drop a bombshell tomorrow on his team? Yes. Which Welsh, well, would, which Welsh would be for me? I think he will. <laughs> it won't be Welsh, though, I don't think. But I was going to ask, I mean, we've given the teams that we think are the, the best 11, the predicted 11, if you like. 
I don't think Neil Lennon's going to start with the personnel that I've chosen. I, I'm surprised at, at what I've been. Uh, are you are you being given? Are you got a source? Is that inside I information? Don't have a source, no, because don't. you do get these predicted teams Aye. coming to you in, on different groups. And the per- the person that gave me this uh, is knowledgeable in football. He's knowledgeable in football. And if he's right on this, by the way, I'll buy him a cup of tea. I'll be in my arse at Sockey Hall Street if he's right on that. I'll be on the backside. If he's right with that, I'll be under the bed at 12 12. Listen, I think I'm going to ask you, right, because you've started with a Yeti. Eddie. Eddie Griff. Would you be surprised if Lennon started with Clamalla? Fittest striker we've got at the moment? It's just a big, big gamble for a game like this, Paul. It's mm. a big, big gamble. Uh, the, the boys certainly looked a bit better, but is he ready to spearhead Celtic Football Club against their biggest rivals when a vital, vital game? I personally don't think he's ready for that. Now, we also spoke about, uh, Stevie, in the, the last European game against Sarajevo when Julian made it onto the bench and we discussed, you know, all it takes is for one of the guys to, get, to pull up in the first five minutes. If Julian's not 100% match fit, then he shouldn't be on the bench. He did pull up, Beaton pulled up after six minutes and he put on El Hamid. So how fit is Julian? I've got him in my starting lineup. How fit is he? I think he should be fit. He's probably just a wee bit short of match fitness. But again, he's the same age as Shane Duffy. So his experience should be able to take him through yeah. where he's not going to go into uncomfortable positions. And don't do anything crazy. Sorry, Jim. No, no, no. no. I'm just thinking what you're saying there. I actually, I... Uh, he could be uh, he he could be very important for us uh, tomorrow. Be, I'm be, getting a message, Jim. Yeah. I'm getting a message. It just says the king is back. Now I don't know if that means you. Certainly not me. Christie. Is it Watson Edwards? Larson. It could be Larson. I mean, my, my guy is, is is calling me, and he, he's not actually told me it's Larson yet. But it might be the king is back. But Stevie, you know. I'm actually throwing a wee bit here because I've got Julian in, Duffy and Ayer at the back, right? And then I get this, Welsh, Duffy and Ayer. That is really interesting to me. That is really, really interesting to me. But that's why I'm asking you about Julian. Is Julian... Right, so here's the scenario. I'm I'm no... Julian's no fit. I don't think... Let's look at that. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't want to change his shape. You've only got one other centre half. So from being ridiculed five minutes ago, I, I can see why Jim's been given that information. I, I still don't think but, but, but one, one of the, it'll the, happen. One of the dangers from them, Paul, and you see it in a lot of their games, is their wide guys are very good at coming from out to in. Mm-hmm. If we're not prepared to do that, and we've got Frimpong or whoever their guy is on the left, they're no matching their runs. We're under a wee bit of duress there. You know... You can certainly do it, you know, even guys that's no centre-half. Go back to Mike Conroy in the cup final, man of the match. You know, it can happen. But I know my great story about Mike Conroy. Yeah, let's go for it. I get my cream cookie kid on, it was Mike Conroy one night. We were in centre, court member up in Sucky Hall Street. That's right, aye, aye. I couldn't get a bird. Stevie, I was just a worker. Stevie, I remember remember in school you could never get a bird, son. (laughs) I I know he was an old Saints boy. I told told her it was Mike Conroy and it's just so changed. (laughs) Mike Conroy, I don't see the resemblance, but Bobby De Niro, certainly. But Black, oh, we're different then. (laughs) Here's a thing, here's a thing for you guys, right? Maybe Neil Lennon 
maybe Neil Disney think that Julian and Duffy can play together and maybe that's why maybe that's why Welsh could be that option well why would they think Welsh could play because they've never played we're talking no. about Julian's no played game Welsh hasn't played anywhere is he, is he I'm played one game I'm just throwing in as a wee that's what I'm saying he's no played maybe aye aye I it's only up for debate. What about the viewers, Paul? What well, the, what, let's what, ask them a couple what of questions. What the viewers saying? Let's How many viewers are we up to, incidentally? Oh, we're around about 500 live at the moment. Live, but Aye, so collectively, we're up to the 12, 15,000? 400,000 a month. 400,000 a month we're up 400, to. 400,000 a month. That's so fantastic. It is, it's fantastic. So we're going to ask you the question. We're, we're a bit concerned about the centre-half position. Um, I think yeah, I've picked Julian as has yourself, Jim, yes, and, and your yeah. team. Did you start with Julian? Yep, yep. Um, but obviously we'd be throwing him in was he just being saved against St Johnston perhaps just for this big game knowing that he wasn't on international duty who do you start if you're starting with a three at the back and also what are you doing for the game tomorrow because we've heard reports that people might be planning to, to go elsewhere to watch it I'll be here covering the game what are you actually doing for the game now Kaplan Mark is coming in via YouTube to say Julian Duffy and I are. That that's the three that I think would be your go-to three. He's the same as me then. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's What's that guy's name? For. You changed. No, I've no changed. <laughs> no, 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 no. You no, that was your new team. That's my second half team. No, Welsh Duffy and I are my second half team. Come on, Stevie, keep up here. So that, I mean, I think that would be the, the uh, for me, the, the obvious choice. But I still have concerns about the, the fitness of Julian. He's never kicked a ball since the game against Ross County a month ago. Ah. Do you think uh, do you think Welsh is faster than Julian going back? I've only seen the boy once. He played he played a game he was recalled from Morton last last season. Yeah. And he came on as a sub. I've not seen enough of him to say whether or not. However, with the experience of Julian, his performances previously against Rangers, even if he's eighty percent fit, I'd start with Julian. I know I've been away, right? I know I've been away and now I'm back. And I don't mean to cause all this controversy, Steve. But you've been having a few bits of controversy yourself, sitting here having a blare with Paul. I just think it's great that you're either Roy Keane tonight or De Niro. And I just want to ask you, what do you think about that? I think it's quite surprising, you know, that we're speaking about Julien no played. When's Welsh played? Mm. Last season, last season. He came on as a sub, Stevie. But he's a Celtic player and he's an option. But so is Julian. I think he's an option on the bench. I think he's an option on the bench, just in case somebody pulls up. I think he needs to be on the bench for that reason. But I would be really, really surprised if he started. If he starts, then we've got a real serious doubt about Julian playing for Celtic. I think they're giving everybody the fear by suggesting that he might start. Because <laughs> we've got plenty of people coming on saying definitely start with Julian. But isn't that great? Because everybody, it's a show for the Celtic fans. It's a show for them to come in and contribute to it. Absolutely. And, and us just putting these things across. But let's get their opinions as well. What do you think? Uh, well, I, I think. Well, here we go. Right. So Chanko Chalemba, I trust Welsh a hundred percent. I've got plenty of faith in that boy. He's going to work like a horse. Oh yeah! All of a sudden, all of a sudden, Jim, you've you've thrown a wee grenade in with, with Welsh. I would never consider well, Welsh see the person tomorrow. See the person that I know. He can certainly throw a few grenades in. He 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 is actually quite good at throwing grenades in at times. And Paul Bosas, uh, you're commenting on Facebook. Welcome to the show, Paul. Julian is a seven million pound centre half. He's got to play a fit, and a I agree fit. with that. I agree with that. But then how fit? 
Because you've got Maxwell. Griffiths is not match fit, but I would start with him. But you're sitting on the fence here a wee bit. Let's say he's no fit. Mm-hmm. I'd still so, start Julian. He's been on the bench for the last two games. Mm-hmm. Fair, no, say, uh, say, Sarajevo and St. Let's say can he play. Who are you putting in? Well, if he's injured, All I'll right. do what Stevie does. I'll go to a flat back four. Right. And I would have Welsh on the bench just in case somebody pulls up. Aye. So you, you would go to a flat back four. Right, okay. That's how I would do it. Okay. So in the previous games, every game with Neil Lennon, the one we get beat, it was a three five two. So he's been a four two three one. So flat back four. Uh, so that was in uh, December twenty uh, ninth, December the eighth, September the first, right back to May the twelfth, March the thirty first. Right, okay. So so it looks like he's possibly gonna go in with you guys in a, in a four, let's say, but I'm still saying he's going for a three. But I've got to remember on the 29th, he played ball in Golly, and forget all the stuff about COVID. Neil Lennon never wanted to play him in the Celtic team after that game. I wouldn't have played him in the Celtic team at all, Stephen. That's the same, but after the 29th, Neil Lennon didn't ever want to play him again. Never mind any of the COVID and stuff he got up to. He was absolutely dreadful that day. Mm-hmm. No, you're right, and I just think that when you're looking at the defence... Um, can Julian play with Duffy? I think Duffy's been good for the pair of them. I liked him as a partnership, Julian and Ayer. Obviously, after the Kilmarnock game, Stevie Lennon decided to drop Ayer, even though Julian seemed to get a lot of stick after that game. Um, Ayer gets dropped, but he's come back into the, the team after all the speculation about AC Milan. And I think he's knuckled down and he's starting to develop even more as a defender. I've never had any doubts about him as a player. I mean, on the, he's a ball player, isn't he? Him and Julian, I think. Julian's got the distribution, and of course Ayer likes to run with the ball. And I think Duffy is the old-fashioned centre-forward who tries to ensure that they do uh, the basics, they do the fundamentals of defending properly. And I think he's been good for Ayer. And we've not seen enough of him with Julian because of the injury, but I would expect him to be the same influence. Absolutely. OK, let, let, let's, let's, let me ask you something. Would you be brave enough to play a two three five? A two three five? Ah, what's wrong with a two three five? I would um, ensure that we've got enough cover at the back. And uh, if Julien, someone else has just mentioned here that he's not seen Julien in any of the training uh, videos or pictures uh, that have been released in the last couple of days, then I would be. I'd play it safe. I'd go with Stevie. I'd go with Stevie. And I would uh, go to a flat back four. Right. If you go to a flat back four, Welsh has got to play. Welsh? At right back. So we're now getting rid of Welsh. Oh, Welsh. Oh, oh, if, you, if Julian's out and you're going to go, you've got nobody else. It would have to be Ayer. The Shane Duffy in the middle. You've no uh-huh. got a right back. Will he play Frimpong? I agree with you about his well, defensive frailty, Stevie. But we bought him as a right back. He's shown far more as an offensive player. Um, somebody's mentioning Ralston. No, we're, we're no. really getting into f- kind of like Stevie. I'll need to dive. I'll need to dive in game. I'm glad me and you don't drink. <laughs> See what he's done. Can, can we ask you who's the person that's come in and said Ralston? Ralston's getting a Mr. Mr. Ralston, Mr. Yeah. Ralston, and Mrs. Ralston. Yeah, need to disrespect any Celtic player, but I'd be delighted if my man Dal phoned in and says I want my son to play. Now here, I heard a fantastic story. Can I tell you that? Yes, please. This do. is a great story. You know, and it was amazing. So it was a Celtic player he'd never scored. He never scored. And uh, Mr Rogers read out the letter for his mammy and, and, and that about her son uh, no scoring. They read it out to the team. 
and that player scored. And after the game, he looked up to his mummy with his thumbs up and all that. Is that not fantastic for Brendan Rodgers that he actually read the letter out and it inspired the whole team to help that player score the goal? I think it was brilliant. I think that's brilliant. Things like that are brilliant. So see if that is Mr. and Mrs. Good on them. Maybe Neil Lennon's got that letter. Maybe, maybe he will. Maybe he will play them. Who knows? But isn't it great? Isn't it great that we've got so much variety? There's a lot of options. Look at it. There's a lot of options. these options. I think it's fantastic. But this I comes back, we're only talking about this at the moment, due to the issues that have been created with the coronavirus coming back from international football. Do you want me to tell you who it was? We're missing beat. Yeah. Do you want me to tell you who the player was? James Forrest. Is that right? That's a true story. Well, I, there's another player that we're missing tomorrow is, is James A. Forrest. Yep. We're missing Mikey Johnson. We've not seen him for a long time. We're missing Beaton. We're missing El Hamid. Ryan Christie, potentially. Correct. Eduard. So th- there's a lot of players um, missing who aye. potentially would have started this game Correct. tomorrow. Um, Tony Curran, fans didn't help last time we played them in Paradise. Now, Jim, I sat next to you at that game. Yes, you Very did. Very disappointing. We were in the seven defeat. lines with me, aye. Going to have to be fired up from within. That goes back to your point, Stevie, with regards to what gets said in that dressing room, what gets said in the actual huddle. Leave it all on the park, fighting for every ball. It's going to be an interesting one because you've thrown in that grenade. Now people are asking about Julien's fitness and whether or not he's going to be playing. Aye. There's been a leaked team. We all get the leaked team. Sometimes Aye. they're accurate, sometimes they're not. Aye. And the leaked team I've seen doesn't have Julien in it. Well, I don't know how but, you get the leaked team. Would, but what would have happened to him then? In the last two weeks, because he's not been away in international duty, is he got injured at training? Because if Neil Lennon isn't allowing him to train, he's no training and he's not going to be fit to tomorrow when we've lost Beaton and El Hamid, there's got to be serious doubts about his future at Celtic. Well, when, when was the Ross County game? Was it the 12th of September, I think, right? So he's been out for the best part of a 12th month. 12th of September. 12th of September. He's been out for a month, Stevie, over a month. And uh, as you say, he's not had the international games to concern himself with um, it's a back injury how serious is that back injury because you know uh, when you're looking at his preparation for this game and he needs to be fit for this game and he sat on the bench twice he could have been called upon against St Johnson he wasn't um, he was required I would guess against um, Sarajevo but he decided to use El Hamid yeah. so I mean th- this is putting Celtic under a fair bit of pressure if he doesn't make it tomorrow now I, I need to ask you my question yeah What's a two three five formation? Two three five. Mm-hmm. Two, two left back, right back, mm-hmm. centre half, left half, right half, outside left, inside left, centre forward, inside right. Back till it's sixty seven formation. Uh, oh no, I'm one for sides. Why? Tell me why. You get hammered. Yeah, so uh, hammered. All right, okay. Let's have a wee. Let's have a wee look at that as we go forward. Let's look at that. I'm not saying but you, 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 no, you, you, you give me your two three five team. Hey. Do you want me to get it? Ah, you do. Simpson, Craig and Gale. <laughs> <laughs> they win. Ah, you're right. <laughs> no. But let's have a look at that. Because one team, well, you look at it. Rangers have come out in a 4-3-3, 4-3-3, 4-3-3, December 29, December 8th, September the 1st, and they played in May the 12th a 4-2-3-1 system. So... We, we beat we, we beat them then, and before that they were a four three three attacking four three three attacking, and the one in there Celtic beat them in a four one four one. 
But it's playing, all these different formations. But if you're, but if you're, if they're playing four three three, and you're playing three at the back. You're going man for man all the time. Okay, let's ask the viewers: What is Pep Guardiola playing at the moment? Is Pep Guardiola? I know. He, just get, just your curiosity. Getting, getting is he get, every week? Ah, uh, but listen, <laughs> it's, it's maybe for the time being. But if they work at it and it comes off, then they will adapt. And that transition period that they're going through will make that work from they will become champions. He's getting again. It done, Mac. But it doesn't matter. Two, he's three, it done, Mac. That doesn't work. He's trying to do. It does work. Two, three, five does work. You you watch it. Even when you go three, five, two, that then converts to a um, a two, three, five because you've got five up front. You're attacking. It's when knowing to come back and be able to come back and go into a four, four, two in the defence or a four, five, one, which you're yeah, going. Yeah, you're over, so you you're over complicating this. You're it's so so simple. If Celtic were to line up anything less than your three centre halves. Or as you said, Stevie, before a flat back four, but it's not really a flat back four as mm. such. Then Rangers would overrun us. Correct. Tomorrow. But if you've got the quality, you can play any formation. If you've got the quality to play a three-five-two attacking formation, and then being able to drop back into a four-four-two. From Paul, we're talking about Stevie's right. You've only put him. At, you can't put him at right back, but he's good at going forward. So his his he. He's going to work on his game and get back and into defence. So that's where the, the right mid is going to come in and cover for him coming back. I, th- I, th- I, think, right. I think you make loads of great points, Jim. I think you're very knowledgeable about football. I'm not I, very knowledgeable, I'm th- right. I think about going back to a 2 3 5, I think it's just wanting to be controversial. Andy, Andy Echo. Every is, second week. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Andy Echo is saying via YouTube that the last time he saw that formation was when Ozzy Ardilis was Spurs manager with Klinsman, etc. And go. he won nothing. Well, oh, that was him. <laughs> <laughs> he's no he's no us. No, I mean he's no but get somebody else to come in and tell somebody to go and check Pep Guardiola. Tell, tell somebody else to go and check other formations. What I'm saying is why always why always be the same right here's a saying that the the that Brad said to me one time this guy called Brad right why why get in the barrel for the apples when you can get to the orchard and get the apples so that means we laughing at it's a great saying though isn't it they want to get barbed the water <laughs> Now Paul Bosas <laughs> um, makes a good point listening to these defensive problems because we're only having this discussion because should Julien fail to make the game tomorrow? then we're really having to either look at the formation or the personnel that we would normally play. So listening to these defensive problems, it's clear that the loss of Beaton and Alhamid is probably the worst thing that could have happened. Absolutely. Never mind Christo or even Edward. Edward goes out as your star man, but we have four strikers at the club. Christie is out. I'd much rather he wasn't, but you've got El Yunusi and Cham and Turnbull. Wait, would you, you lose two centre-halves, we're struggling. Wait, would you be able to put Taylor... And Beaton's not even a centre-half. Would you be able to put Taylor to right-back and Laxalt with left-back? No, don't think so. Well, I think that's an easier sorry, move. I shouldn't have said no for the sake of saying no there, but I, no, I don't think Your so. Your full-backs? Taylor, Taylor, Taylor gets caught, doesn't he? Yeah. He, sorry, he, Steve, I didn't mean no, no. There you, but I, I'm just thinking, you had Welsh in in a, in a back four, didn't you? 
if Julian's out, I think we need to look at somewhere. At so a, you're confident, sorry, you're confident with him on a back four, but you're not as confident with him on a back three? Welsh? Aye. I, I would only be playing Welsh if there was no other solution to it. I would go, if this is the scenario and Julian's not fit, I'd go for it at the back, like you say, and I think it's less of a concern, less of a risk to play Frimpong at right back, an attacking full back. Your left back would need to be a more defensive one, so Laxalt doesn't start, and then it's Taylor, and your two centre-halves are Duffy and Ayer. So who would you put in front of Frimpong to game cover and know that he was going to stay there to Good game point. cover? Good point. Who would you put in front of Frimpong? Yeah, because if we're going to play a four... To cover his defensive frailties. Yeah, because we've not had anybody that would stay wide. James Forrest, so we've not got a natural wide player to yep. play wide right after that. So who would we play there to give him a wee bit of cover? Because they're going to try and attack him. If he's at full-back, they're going to try and... They will. They will, with Barisic, who we've already given credit for. He's, he's a decent and player. Kent. And Kent. So if Frimpong is on one of his mazy runs, which I would hope to see tomorrow... Are you know then looking at Ayer to cover him? Rather than having somebody further up the park to back him up, you're looking at Ayer to cover him. And then, I mean, you're looking at a, a midfield player then, be that in Cham, if you start in Cham, to back him up further up the park. But I just think it would be a massive risk. And I know back in the day, you know, you've started, you've mentioned Conroy. Conroy played in the cup final. Aye. Tomorrow's a different kettle of fish altogether. If we start with a young kid like Welsh at the back, I'm not going to be confident for this no. game. No, I really and, and again, if you're going to be playing the flat back four and Frimbongs to be right back, it would be Duffy that would be on that side and I would be on the left. Put him on the left. So we don't want Shane Duffy getting dragged out the centre. We want him to stay there. So the most important people in Frim, Frimpong is your two midfielders. The one that's going to play wide right and the one that's just going to play which would have been traditional right half. Mm-hmm. They can't give that space away to the opposition. No, you're right. But these are the considerations that Neil Lennon will be having this evening. Stevie, especially if Julien isn't playing. And that's not being confirmed. I mean, there's rumours that he won't be playing. And then we're starting to look into it. Uh, one of the most interesting things about tomorrow will be when that team lineup is, is released about an hour before kickoff. You recommended a great documentary the other day, I believe, uh, 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 on Brian Clough. I did, yep. So I, I believe in miracles. I, right, okay. I believe in miracles. Mm-hmm. I've always believed in miracles. The more I look at this, the more I look at this, Stevie, Welsh, I think's playing. Welsh is playing. Duffy, Ayer, at the back. Three. I think he's gone three. He's gone for three. I think so. If Julian is missing from the, 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 the team tomorrow, I've got massive concerns, but I do think he's going to go for the four. Just the way that my brain works is that you're going to have much more cover with a four at the back. I don't see Welsh starting. Um, I don't know if anybody's got any inside information out there, but people have started talking about Welsh. Right, but, well, because we've started the conversation going. But here's the thing, that's no a grenade. That's an atomic bomb that's just been thrown into the, the bunker here. I know, but I the, think did, that, did that atomic bomb come from New York? Well, I can't... But, yeah, is that your source? No, 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 no. no it never <laughs> came from New York. Uh, it came, uh, you know, uh, via uh, knowledge and football and doing different things. The thing is here, why no Welsh? Somebody has got to make their debut somewhere along He's the line. He's a natural centre-half, Jim. I of course get he is. That. I totally get that. He, he was impressive enough for us to recall him. 
when we were re- yeah. requiring cover. He's on the bench, which means we trust him enough to have him on the bench just in case there's an injury. Mm-hmm. So as a manager, you're going to have to have some faith in him. And Neil Lennon's watching him every day, Jim. I'm not. I, I'm going by one performance last season. I'm just concerned that what age is the kid? 20, 21? But we say the same about Kieran Tierney, didn't we? Look at Kieran Tierney, right? He got in by default because an injury, an injury, an injury, right? Bring him in. The rest is history. So maybe Welsh could be the same. So CB starts. CB starts. You've got a good source. You're going to back him to the hill. You? You've got, of course, you're going to back him to I love to see a young player coming in and doing well. You're going to back, you, of course, yeah, because you've already got him in a back four, which I'm proud of you doing that. I'll tell you why I'm proud of him doing that. Because he's took it upon himself to say, I'm putting that young boy in there. So it's just showed that he's got confidence. I'd like to have seen more confidence coming for you, though, Stephen, and saying, see, if it's a back three, I would still like to play that boy. I know you're saying that you've got Julian in there as well, but. Have the confidence the, the only, in, in the three of them at the back. The, the only position I would have for that boy tomorrow, if the our guys are fit, would be on the bench. I wouldn't be starting them anywhere if we've got uh, the rest of the guys no, fit. of course, of now, course. Lawrence Connolly says it's a good call. Welsh fits the system. And Michael the boy says that when he was out on loan at Morton, Welsh did play right back at times. Yeah. Um, and that's backed up also by Sean on YouTube who says that Welsh played well in pre-season. But your, so, your guy, your guest the other day, who's seen quite a bit of him playing for Greenock Morton, says he wasn't very good at right back. And he, he was watching him. He's a, he's a local, isn't he? And so yeah. he's seen quite a lot of games. Gary Doonan uh, says that Welsh won't let anyone down if picked. Good. Is that Gary Doonan? Yes. Sorted, tell him. You just did. I did, I just, just did. did. Sorted, Gary. Well, well, Gary sees a lot of the young players at Celtic. Aye. He does. No, what I mean by that, no sorted there. Sorted on uh, the other, th- the other bit of... Uh, thing on the player but, but he's sorted th- th- these guys are talking about him playing against a much lower level of opposition it's totally different going in this tomorrow to playing your biggest rivals and your biggest game of the season now the boy can be coached to death the more is a different trial for him well let's look at Michael Beale's team right go let's look at Michael Beale's team and no doubt some people might watch that and they might go eh, eh, and all the end of it when, when after the game tomorrow, but if you, if you look at uh, if you look at sorry, uh, Stephen Gerrard's team. Let's look at them. So McGregor, Taverna, uh, goal. Actually, Stephen, on you go. You, you've you've got it there as well. Taverna, Golden, yeah. Holanda, Barisic. That's yeah. the back four. Five, uh, five uh, across the middle. Arfield, Jack, mm-hmm. Davis, Kamara, Kent, and Morelos up front. Right, that's okay. their team. Okay, all right. So they they're historically. Been gone four three three, right? But that there, so so they, 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 their three if they go up front would be Arfield, Morelis, and Kent. Aye. So they'll try and double up with Barisic and Kent on one side, Tavernier and Arfield on the other side against their fullbacks. So we're weak at that spot, point. They'll they'll punish us. Mhm. Mhm. Well, Paul. gentlemen, my my Celtic lineup. I'm going to stick with the team that I started off with because we've had so many occasions during this season and previously where you know teams are leaked and suggested lineups are given to you almost from a decent source. I think a hundred percent Welsh will not start tomorrow. Um, I'm hoping that Julian's fit enough to stick to the, the back three with Julian Ayer and Duffy. It's too big a game. There's too much riding on this game for us to take any risks whatsoever. I think if you play a striker like, let's say, Klamala, if Klamala was to start, that's much less of a risk 
than something at the back. We've seen it in the past when we went to Ibrox and Rogers played McGregor at left back. One of our best offensive options and they play him at left back. He actually almost almost got us a draw in that game, Stevie. Nah. But it was when you look back, that was one of the biggest reasons and a poor refereeing performance and a poor performance from Celtic. It's got to be said, we were rubbish that day. But you don't play a player out of position like that and I don't think you throw someone in and people then say, well, that that's a contradiction because I'm throwing in Laxalt. Different Kirtley Fish I because think Laxalt it's like Uruguayan. Out. International, he's played at World Cup, Definitely. played for AC Milan. It's a different I think Laxalt will show to Werner uh, actually how good he is tomorrow. But even the team walking out tomorrow, Jim, it's a totally different occasion. Oh, no. You're walking out, the big stand's empty. You know, you're going to have to inspire yourself, get your passion, get your emotion into your play, be mm. disciplined, calm, but not too calm that the game bypasses you. It's very, very important that we start correctly tomorrow. Aye. Well, what can I say, gentlemen? We've had uh, plenty of feedback on the Friday night show, the night before the Celtic and Rangers game. It's the first time we've gone out at night time, uh-huh. uh, and I think most people have enjoyed that, even though you've put a lot of frighteners up people with the, <laughs> the comments on Welsh, Jim. Well, Listen, if... if if he plays tomorrow, you've got a very, very good source. You buy me a cup of tea if he plays tomorrow. I'll buy you even more than a cup you of buy tea. I'll buy a, a cup of chai tea. Aye. Okay, now, all that's left for me to say to the two guests this evening is Jim Simone, you know oh, what's no, coming. No, you know no, what's coming. You know, no, you know what's coming. No, no, don't, can't, don't want to end it. We've made a decision. What's your score? Coming to, you've not told us the score. What I think the score's going to be. 2 nothing Celtic. Stephen? 1-0 Celtic. Three points Celtic. So, I would... Uh, no, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll go 3-1 Celtic. 3-1 Celtic, 1-0, 2-0. Who's scoring your goal? Eddie. Eddie. First goal, Jim? Clamalla. Good shout. I'm going to go Griffiths. You've not started Clamalla. and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head, comb it over, wear a hat? Just stop. This is in 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration experts, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to anyone that texts EASY to 203203. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part? Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let Bosley show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text EASY to 203203. That's B-A-S-Y to 203203. It's the Marketer's Report. 
This week, Patrizia Spagnoletto, Global Chief Marketing Officer, Direct to Consumer for Warner Brothers Discovery, weighs in on the difficult task of building and retaining consumer trust. Trust is a really hard thing to build and a really easy thing to destroy. And we have to be very respectful about that. Our partnership with iHeart has really helped us build that trust and that relationship with the on-air talent. The best thing for us to do is to build a relationship with our consumers. And if those consumers have a relationship with the DJs that are on air, then we want to build on that. House of the Dragon, which was one of our most successful, if not the most successful campaign we've ever done for a show, audio was a core part of that. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. Not just a media company, iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun, for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.